the Off Agency Podcast. This is episode 10. It has been a minute, and I feel like I say that in every single podcast episode, but honestly, it's so hard for me to keep this going with all the things that are going on in my life. Even though it's kind of like therapy for me, it's just hard to prioritize time directly for it. And um, speaking of prioritizing time, I got COVID, which just made everything so difficult to do. All I wanted to do was film but I can only edit and work on my website for the clothing, which will be up here. I got stuck in this weird mindset of being too productive and not productive enough because I wanted to I wanted to take a break for myself, really, because I haven't I haven't had that all year. And I'll get into that later in this podcast. But I made that entire website in an hour and a half because one of my friends told me that the the website wasn't working. So I didn't let myself sleep until it was done. And I'm, I feel like I'm always trying to be product as productive as I can in every moment, and I know like every, like, like every entrepreneur style person tries to say that, but for me, I feel like it gets me into trouble a lot, like, like health issues. I'll, I'll get like all this acne that I got. That's all like stress acne. It's better now because I let myself take a break. But I really didn't want to take the break because I want to keep going. I want to reach my goal and I'm too ambitious to to let that go. And it, it feels weird for me saying that, but I've been told that by so many people. I don't want to value my... I don't want to change my values as a person based on of what other people said. But I also don't want to just completely dismiss something and lie to myself about it. In basketball, we're doing this drill called the Lakers layup drill and it, it's just hard for me to find the correct rhythm on going too fast and too slow and this applies to my work life uh, I'm either I either feel like I'm doing too much or I'm not doing enough and if I'm not going a hundred percent and I'm about to burn myself out then I don't feel like I'm doing enough but I that's just a shift in perspective that I need to get and I'm working on it and I know I can get it because everything that I want is already mine that's another thing that I worked on a lot when I had COVID was, uh, like, manifestation and speaking things into existence and really, really applying it to my life. Because I did it before, and I saw it working. By now, I'm starting to 10x it. I'm doing more. Uh, I'll, I'll cover how all this came to be. But going back to the whole website thing... I I had one website and it didn't work correctly. I built an entire website in an hour and a half at like 12:30 in the morning when I got told that it didn't work correctly. So I stayed up till 2 making the website and then woke up the next day and just kept working on it cuz that's all I could do. Other than that, I didn't work much. I kind of just laid in my bed and this kind of showed me the it showed me the like aspect of life of I need to be content with every moment because all I wanted to do was film and film and film, but I couldn't because I'm stuck in my house. So all I could do was edit and work on the website. And I I wanted to film a video like covering my COVID thing, but once again I wanted to give myself a break. So I had about six or seven days of a break of doing literally absolutely nothing besides laying in my bed uh but i was still doing like productive things for my health i was still making sure i was eating healthy besides the fact that i drank 
three gallons of Arizona tea in three days. I feel like I was pretty healthy, even though I couldn't taste or smell anything. I was still making and eating the same meals I would eat, still trying to get the same amount of nutrients. But I tried to get more protein into my diet because I didn't realize how how deprived I was of protein, and then I kind of got addicted to protein pancakes. And I feel like I I talk about this in almost every episode of the podcast, but uh, I, f- I have the most addictive personality. And this really showed during COVID because I just wanted to work and work and work, but I couldn't let myself. I had to pride myself of that and condition my brain. But as I did that, I kind of like lost one of my values of trying to keep my screen time on my phone to under three hours a day because all I could really do is keep myself entertained and one of the ways I did that was watching YouTube and Netflix and FaceTiming my friends and it really threw me through a whirlwind and it taught me a lot about myself and it kind of opened my eyes to get back on my shit like realizing what I was doing with all my extra time really showed me what I needed to do and I I don't see another kid thinking the way that I think but maybe that just means I'm special I don't know but I just have I feel like I have so many goals and so many dreams that I just I have to get addicted to something and one of those things is definitely music I'm trying to condition myself to uh, step away from music uh, but not not like completely, but less than what I do and like how much I listen to in a day because the number gets really, really high. Like sometimes it can be up to like six hours in a day. I'm listening to music. That's a lot of my day. Uh, listen to it in class. And one of the things I, I use it for is to keep myself awake. And this showed me how sleep deprived I was too, because I was sleeping almost 12 hours a night when I had COVID. And this is another reason why I've, like, never tried anything. I've never tried alcohol. I've never tried weed. I've never tried nicotine. Because I I feel like it's all a distraction from my end goal. And one of the biggest distractions is my phone. Like, literally. I don't want it to be, but it becomes that. I began to feel a little lost. But when writing, like, the rough script and layout, I came to the conclusion that it's ultimately okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel any emotion. But I became really content with the feeling of being lost. At the start of this year, I was very lost and I'm going to cover that at the end. But I I began accepting the feeling because it made me realize that something new is coming my way and it's okay to feel lost. And it's, I feel like you should fall in love with the feeling of being lost. And not necessarily in, like, the sad way of being lost, but, like, never settling. Never settling for less than you want or what your expectations are. But that's not to say you shouldn't be grateful for what you have. Like, that's another thing that I taught myself a lot during this whole COVID thing was how to be more grateful. Because I thought I was really grateful, but then seeing a lot of things fall apart around me and seeing a lot of the things around my friends fall apart really showed me that I need to be more grateful. And when you don't show your gratefulness, things get taken away. And I feel like that's a life lesson that a lot of older people can get behind and the earlier you learn it in your life, the more you can apply it and the more things you can have. And it's all kind of up to me to figure out what this new section and piece of my life is going to be. 
but all that I do know about it is that I simply can't lose, and that's that's all on mindset. That's not even like that's not meant for me to sound like I have a big ego, but like that's the that's the way you have to attack your life is that you can't lose. You, I feel like a lot of closed-minded people would say that that's kind of like egotistical, but the way I'm trying to put it out into the world is that you can't look at what a normal person would see as negative as a negative thing because it's ultimately going to lead you where you're meant to be in your life. So a lot of people would say like getting broken up with or getting stood up on a date for like their grandma dying or their mother dying or their YouTube channel or their business not taking off as like a loss or like one of their friends leaving them or something in their life breaking, like their car breaking, their computer. And I've definitely been in that situation. But you have to have the mindset of that you can't lose. It just means that something else is coming your way and you were probably ungrateful for that thing that you got taken away from you. You have to have the mindset that there is no such thing as a loss and it's just meant to teach you a lesson and get you further. Uh... I'm going to get into to the point of this podcast where I talk about my past and how I'm going to move forward and some, some things about like brain patterns. This is going to be a very heartfelt section of the podcast from Mr. Matt. I feel like it's very difficult for me to open up, so I'm going to get directly into it because I can't beat around the bush. I, I understand that I've grown a lot this year. But I feel like I saw success coming and I got too comfortable in my situation. So if you look back at the start of this podcast, uh, the first vlogs of season five, which it's crazy to me that we're on like episode like 53 of the uh, the vlogs. It kind of makes me sad that we're not further in the podcast, but the only thing I can do about that is film more podcasts, create more things, work harder, get closer to my dream. But if you look at the start of this podcast, the start of the vlogs, you can see how like abundantly happy I am. And that was that wasn't necessarily like a lie or a character for the camera. That was kind of just like a distraction from what my mind was. And I made my work my distraction. I made the podcast my distraction. I made the vlogs my distraction. I made hanging out with my friends and filming the vlogs and the podcast a distraction. From what my life actually was. I feel like I got too comfortable in my situation. And I didn't keep getting better and better as fast. Because if you see the quality of what my videos. Like each video was better and better. Until I'd say around vlog 30 something. Like during the summer. Because I got too comfortable in the situation. But that's not to say I wasn't getting better in other aspects of my life. I was just getting slower in the aspect of vlogs and creating because I was so focused on bettering myself, bettering the people around me and just trying to create the best thing for everyone. So, I mean, in a way I'm making my videos better, but it's just a, it's a different type of work. For example, I, I started learning about self-exploration and started applying that into different social situations. And during this time I learned how much time I was spending on my phone and I stepped away from it my screen time was probably two hours a day and I was working so hard at this point that I was really only ever on snapchat when I was in the shower and everyone was worried about me because I thought I was always in the shower because of how often I was on snapchat before 
the start of this year and that well the end of last year and the start of this year were very difficult as I once said I got dumped and this person was my life like it wasn't motivation to my life this person was a huge huge piece of my life and I would talk to them all the time on my phone and I slowly became addicted to my phone in this time and I never talked about it in the video and I still worked pretty hard in the videos and I'd still go out and film still go out and take pictures and this is where I kind of discovered in myself that I felt like I had high functioning anxiety but I don't want to self-diagnose myself with that um, I get to these points of anxiety to where I just have to work to get it out I have to go play basketball go work out go edit a video whatever it is I have to do it to step away take myself out of the mindset out of that situation I've been trying to keep my screen time lower than three hours a day and probably at this time it was around seven or eight hours a day but it's so difficult to keep your screen time under three hours a day when there's so many people hitting your line and I know a lot of people say like oh Matt's phone is dry and I, I hate that description of like of things saying that your phone is dry because people aren't hitting you up that's not meant to be like a flex I really don't want it to be a flex because it really showed me like the abundance of people that can be around you at all times and I live in like this random ass small town in the middle of nowhere um, but it really showed me where I need to take my life and the direction I need to go and it really made me think are all these things I'm doing serving where I am meant to go are they pushing me closer to my dream? Are they pushing me closer to my goal and the end idea of my life? And the answer was no. So I cut a lot of people off. But just as, just as I cut people off, more people came in. And I've been very content with the people that came in. And as I said, it's, it's very difficult to keep it under three hours. But I've been meeting it or just going slightly above it, like three hours, 15 minutes, three hours, 30 minutes. So next step is to go even lower than that. And I, I, I see the abundance of people as kind of like a downside because it's the easiest distraction. Our phones and all these apps and stuff are meant to program our brain. I feel like that's something a lot of people can't see because they're so programmed. When I go to school, and I see people, like I walk into a classroom and the entire classroom is like on a phone or a computer. It's like, holy shit, they're doing a good job of programming everyone. And I feel like a lot of people need to wake up from like the, the matrix, like watch those movies, learn the difference between the red pill and the blue pill. Uh, a big, a big inspiration of my life is Alex Sedelik. I believe I talked about him in the last podcast, but he's been talking about this a lot, and it's opened my eyes a lot. And I, I looked at it before, but I never really fully it, like engulfed myself in it. It really makes me think how much of our lives are just so controlled by school and phones. Like, where did your... You just have to start questioning everything. That's the first step. Question literally everything. Question your abilities. Question other people's abilities. Question the way that your mindset is question other people's mindsets question where you're learning things from question there's literally everything your work ethic how it can be better how it could be worse just look at the full aspect of life and don't be afraid to use your imagination and 
see what other people would think is unimaginable. Also, don't waste your time spending... Don't, don't waste your time explaining big ideas to small-minded people because they'll try to shut you down. They'll say it's too big. They'll say your goal or dream is too far out of reach because their imagination is just too small. If you share it with the right people, they will help you manifest it. They will help you get it into existence, try to get it into this world. Be selective of the people that are around you. I don't, a lot of, I don't let a lot of people get really close to me, but there's a lot of people that are around me just from the way my life goes. And this goes into like peer pressure and stuff with what I was talking about before, like addictions. It sounds so cliche, but you are the people you hang out with. You are the sum of the five people around you. The five people you are around the most. Whether that's your parents or your friends, whoever it is, your your peers, you uh, you become those people. And I felt like I was around the wrong people when I was with that one girl. But it was just such a positive aspect and I was so lost mentally that I didn't take myself out of the situation because I was so invested into this person. It became very hard for me to create videos and take photos without the person in my life after she was gone. I became addicted to my phone and I was always snapping and texting her. It was hard for me to see that part of my life fall and fail. It, I was so off and me and her were so off and on that it made it to a point where it just felt normal to be like that. So when that went away, it was, it was so hard to like fully face it. So I hit it in every single video. Uh, I feel like that's where I kind of created my online personality. And, uh, that, that's not to say it wasn't like a lie or a fake persona. It was definitely very, it was very real of what my life was, but just in a different mindset and a different space. But it wasn't necessarily like the real me. It was like a, uh, I don't know if alter ego is the right word. Altered, altered mindset. When I got behind the camera, it was different. But it, I wouldn't say it was like fake, because I could also be that person anytime I wanted, even if it was, even if it, I didn't have a camera around me. I just, I remember how hard it was for me to film to the point where I started just making edits of my old, all my old clips, and I would start filming a lot more things other than vlogs and like my daily life. And I, I remember this very specific clip when I was editing and I was just bawling my eyes out. I'll, I'll play the clip right now as I'm talking. When I was editing that clip of the uh, drawing into the animation of Daniel, it was so hard for me to do, but I knew I couldn't give up despite how bad I wanted to. This really helped my personality come out, personality come out in a different way. And I still hide a lot of my life because... This this Jack Harlow video opened up my eyes to it and I'm very glad I didn't let my full, full personality come out. I walk out this door, someone might immediately recognize me and want something from me. It's one of the reasons I have reservations about doing this with y'all. I don't want you to know what my 24 hours are like. I don't want you to see the inside of my room. I don't want you to see, I want that for me. I don't want you to know who I'm dating. I don't want you to know this and that. I want something for me. Because if you do enough, they'll take it all from you. It's all for them if you give them enough. So that's one thing I've learned is 
cut off some access. But with that being said, I'm excited to be here. It really opened my eyes to when you have your full life out there, you you will see a lot of people try to take it away from you. And if you let them take it away and you share your entire life, your life will soon become nothing and you will have nothing to give because there will be no value. I just don't see a point in putting your entire life in one place. But what I do put on the internet is very close to my actual personality. I'll usually have my camera with me, I'll be filming a lot, but not everything ends up in the full edit. Because there's some things that just can't, there's some things that won't make sense, there's some things that just aren't appropriate for whatever type of video it is. It may end up in a video done video because that's where it's appropriate. It's a very random, fast-paced video. But if I'm trying to make a more slower-paced vlog style where I'm talking a lot, or a podcast, I wouldn't put in a clip like this. He's in creative! You piece of shit. <laughs> Unless I created that reality for myself, like I just did there. A normal vlog is about two to three hours of footage that I cut down into about eight minutes. And that one video of Jack Harlow is a very big inspiration when I'm filming and I think about it all the time. So, what I wanted to show you guys is the, is the life I created. And I want you to apply these things that you've listened to me talk about in this video into your life and start the, the, the most valuable thing in my life at the moment is journaling and it sounds so weird when I say it like out loud and I hear myself say it I've said it in like I've, I've tried to film this podcast multiple different times and it's happened I've, I've tried to film this multiple times in the past few weeks so I've, I've heard myself say it a lot but the most valuable thing is to start writing things down in a journal physically writing it with a pen not a pencil, because if it's a pencil, you can erase it, you can erase the mistake. You will remember it more if it's on a piece of paper, especially if it's in pen, because it's permanent. You can't, you can't erase that thought away, even if it's, like, even if you mess up, like, a spelling on something, just scribble it out. Uh, that's what you can do. Uh, and then write it again, and it will show your thought patterns, and you will learn about yourself so much faster. Uh, I started writing things down in my journal uh, about three months ago, uh, two and a half, three months ago. And it's really, really changed my mindset. Yeah, that'll be it for today's podcast. Thank you so much. It was a shorter one. Next one will be longer. I'll hopefully have guests because I really miss having guests on here. Remember, seek positive. I love you guys. Peace out.